Yo, 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 yo. What's poppin'? Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Three Kings Day. Uh, I missed Happy Halloween. Thanksgiving. I miss all the holiday seasons. Um... I, I, let me jump right into why you guys haven't heard from me. Um, it's been kind of tough to talk about, but I've always been transparent with you. I'm always, I've always been a blunt person with everyone here. So I feel it would be only right to explain where the hell I've been for three months. Um, unfortunately, on December 4th, as a lot of you know, my mother passed away. All right. Um... It was a lot of things I was dealing with leading up to that. Um, it was a lot going on in my family. So I was not in the right mental space to be doing podcasts, to be hanging out. So I kind of just been with my family and just, you know, not doing this. Um, luckily, I have good friends, good family, a cool job that basically gave me the entire month off to just you know, get my shit together. Um, so I, I don't want to, you know, set a bad tone for the episode. I don't want people to pity me or feel bad for me. You know, listen, I love my mother. I had her for 30 years. It's an unfortunate thing that all of us will inevitably face one day. But um, I have no bad memories with her, no regrets. And um She's part of the reason I even started doing this podcast. So I started looking at it like me not doing the podcast. Because I was, I was really this close to just being like, you know what, man? Fuck this podcast. But then I'd be like, you know what? She was one of the reasons that inspired me to do it. So it's been three months of me not doing it any episodes. And it's been over a month since she passed. And I feel like she would want me to continue to do these episodes and I honestly miss talking to all of you. So, you know, um, uh, that's part of the reason why you guys have not heard from me for three months. Um, I don't know how to transition from that into my typical clown around jokester self. But um, I think my mother would continue to want me to be the reckless joke around individual that you all know and love. So these episodes from now on will be dedicated to my mother. I love you. So dad and then I said hi, all right? Um, so where else have I been? Um, I went to Mexico. Uh, I was there for about a week. And uh, Donald Trump, um, listen, I understand you want to build a wall over there. Cool, whatever. I, I don't know what your beef is, but it's a beautiful place. Probably the greatest vacation I ever had. Uh, it was me, my girlfriend, our boy and his fiance, and we had the time of our lives out there. I've done a bunch of things I've never done before. Um, I got to climb a pyramid. I got to play with a shark. I know I'm on some white people shit. I literally got to hold a shark. I got to go diving inside of a cave. Like it was a bunch of things that I've never done before that I've gotten to do. So I get Trump wants to build that wall, but um, 
bruh, you, you'd be building a lot of enemies in a great place. I know they already hate him there, but the wall, a little unnecessary. I like it there. I like it there. But I don't want to lead off with that. I'm going to get into Trump and his nonsense later on. I just wanted to give you guys a little review as to where the hell I've been. But the hot topic in these streets is what? Mr. Robert Kelly. I don't understand why this is a hot topic. They had the documentary Surviving R. Kelly. Honestly, I, I'm i not a fan of it, okay? And here's why I'm a fan. People are saying, oh, why the women wait so long? Why the women wait so long? Listen, folks, you get raped. That's not an easy thing to talk about, okay? It's not like you get raped on Tuesday. You're ready to just tell the world on Wednesday, you know, if it's a regular person. Yet alone if it's a famous person because... Most people wouldn't even believe you because they'd say, this motherfucker's rich as shit. Why would I need to rape you? You're ugly. Why would I need to rape you? Okay? Those are perfect victims to get. Hand all that, that's a different topic for a different day. What I'm annoyed with is while we're pretending to be fake outraged in 2019. First off, first off, first off, this motherfucker tried to marry Aaliyah back in what, 95 when she was 15? So we knew this motherfucker was a weirdo. He was like, what, 26, 27? She was a teenage girl trying to marry her. Like, where the fuck were the parents? Parents don't get enough blame for a lot of these things that happen. But it's like, we knew he was a weirdo, okay? So why wasn't, why didn't we boycott his music then? Then in what, 2001? Come on, B, we all saw R. Kelly's sex tape, Okay? The motherfucker was eating ass and pissing on bitches since 2001. The motherfucker was on camera eating bitches' asses. She was like 15. In the middle of eating ass, you know, I never even knew eat. R. Kelly was the first person I ever saw eat ass. I didn't even know eating ass was a thing. Like, I was like, what? 12 when this shit came out? I wasn't even fucking. But I didn't even know eating ass was the norm. I did not know that. I still don't agree with eating asses and all, but hey, teach their own, whatever. But the motherfucker paused from eating ass and then looked in the camera and then went back to eating ass and said, hey, man, that ain't me. Whatever. We been knew this motherfucker was eating ass and peeing on teenage girls. Still didn't boycott his music. Fine. Chappelle's show came out, did a whole skit of about this motherfucker peeing on people. Peeing on people. Did a whole, it's the remix to... It's like a, it's the remix edition to a song about pissing, trip, trip, trip. And we all sung along and laughed. Still, no one boycotted his music. It's like, what the fuck is going on? We saw this motherfucker pee on a child. Piss on a child. And instead of us saying, yo, this motherfucker's a sicko, what do we do? Why did, we, we commented on everything but the fact that we're watching child pornography, number one. Okay, because... She's 15 and we're all watching this video. Like, anyone who had LimeWire or Kazaa or BearShare, you saw that shit. It got so ridiculous. I remember downtown Brooklyn on Fulton Street, they were selling the DVD. You could literally buy child pornography downtown Brooklyn of R. Kelly peeing on his child. And no one gave a fuck. It was like, yeah, yo, so you saw that DVD. I saw that shit. I'm a pistol on my bitch, too. Like, yo, no one said, hey, man, that's rape. No one gave a fuck. No one cared. No, I mean, fuck is going on? Why are, we pretending, why are we pretending to be mad now? 
It makes no sense to me. Why weren't we this outraged when he kept doing it? Dave Chappelle had another skit where he was just like, hey, man, that piss was digital, baby. I don't know if that was real. Like, we saw him pee on people. This piss right in the teenager. That's not funny, but it's like, like, we been saw this. We been knew this. This news is like 25 years old. This motherfucker's like, he just turned like, what, 52 yesterday? He's been creeping since he was in his 20s. This is over two decades of this motherfucker peeing on people. And now we're mad? Come on, B. Come on, B. Stop being fake mad about everything. Come on now. Realistically, in our heart of hearts, we don't give a fuck about what R. Kelly's doing. It's just a popular thing to talk about. The whole Me Too movement is going on. Everybody wants to come out and come forward. And I'm glad that all these guys who were alleged serial rapists are now getting thrown behind bars because that's what needs to happen we don't need alleged sickos just walking around here just raping people that's not cool but when it's brought to our attention you think people would be more proactive in the initial seeing of these events not 25 years later like r kelly made me his sex slave and i was locked up in the house bitch you'll not open the door leave I remember someone saying they were like, yeah, he had them in like one of the houses and he used to leave. So when the motherfucker left, like none of y'all put y'all brains together and was just like, hey man, let's open the door and get the fuck out of here. I don't know what happened in these houses. I don't know. I didn't watch the documentary. So maybe I'm speaking out of line. I don't know exactly what happened in these homes. But to me, his home just sounds a lot like Hugh Hefner's house. Because I have a very hard time believing every woman in Hugh Hefner's house was over the age of 18. And Hugh Hefner is like praised as like, the illest playboy, no pun intended, of all time. So, here or there, here or there, you know, I don't want to make it a race thing. I don't want to make it a race thing. But, you know what I mean? Like, why can't people just have sex slaves? I don't get it. Whatever. Um, But, yeah, he been peeing. He been peeing, he been eating ass, he been fucking with these teenage girls, and we just kept singing his songs. Like, all his greatest hits came after him marrying Aaliyah. Like, that should have never happened. If we were really enraged about grown men dating teenage girls, R. Kelly's career would have stopped right there. But the problem is, in, in this society, we really don't give a fuck. We just kind of care about shit when it seems like the cool thing to do. Keep it all the way real. Even on Boondocks, like, Huey had, like, a whole thing about, like, yo, why are we ignoring the fact that this motherfucker's a rapist just because he knows how to sing? Every time he rapes somebody, he just puts out a better song. It's like, oh, man, R. Kelly raped somebody. He comes in the studio, happy people. It's like, oh, wow, motherfucker can sing. R. Kelly raped somebody. It's the remix to Ignition. Ah, well, you know, it is what it is. Kel's got them hits, man. His catalog is crazy, and everyone's talking about, we're going to cancel R. Kelly's music. You can't cancel R. Kelly's music, okay? Motherfucker wrote for Michael Jackson. He wrote for Celine Dion. He wrote for B2K, who a lot of you are going to go see in concert. You know, uh, my girl got tickets to see them, so I got to go see these motherfuckers. You know what that means. But the thing is, I don't really want to see them anyway because, I mean, only one of them probably got talent left, like Omarion. He's the only one that's still been performing and doing shows and putting out albums. You know, like, 
I, I don't know how crisp the rest of their choreography is. Like, Omarion been doing shows. Lil Fizz been out here smoking weed, chilling on loving hip-hop, making babies and shit. Whatever the hell he's doing. And the mother two dudes, uh, uh, Raz B or whatever, whatever the... Uh, nobody knows the last guy's name. What is it? Uh, let me... Let me J-Bug or something? I don't know. But I don't know how great... I don't even know if they can sing anymore. Is them... Motherfucking uh, Pretty Ricky, Yin Yang Twins, who I'm hyped to see. Because I can't wait to say to people, wait till you see my dick. I'm going to be saying that to mad bitches. No, let me stop. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. Um, Them and Mario. And when's the last time any of these people had a hit? Okay. I'm not, like, the ticket prices for this show are a little disrespectful. for the, For the amount of talent that they've been showing over the last decade like b2k put out their first and last album in the same fucking year which was like 2002 like first one came out march 02 last one came out december of 02 then they came out with you got served and then they started saying their manager was raping them and marcus houston was watching and video i don't know i don't know i wasn't there i I don't want to name drop but they made those allegations and whatever oh man um but yeah, so the group broke up. So I feel a little, a little dis. It's a little dis. Yo, I saw one thing that said the price was like eight hundred dollars to sit in the front row. You fucking kidding me? That's that's more expensive than like current artists who are selling millions of records. This motherfuckers put out two albums in the same year and then disappeared. But the point as to why I bring them up is R. Kelly wrote like what four or five songs for them bump 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 girlfriend bump that and what a girl wants little weird that a grown-ass man wrote a song called girlfriend and what a girl wants not wife and what a woman wants like how does he know what teenage girls want oh right he likes teenage girl whatever you know but uh (laughs) but uh yeah you, you can't get rid of his music and the same women who were sitting here going oh R. Kelly cancel his music are gonna be singing front row, singing this rapist songs like they're 14 all over again. The irony in all of it, right? Same girls talking about cancel R. Kelly music with the same girls that when they were 16 were fucking 30-year-old men. Oh, y'all y'all gonna y'all gonna act like y'all don't remember that? Y'all remember y'all were in high school and all the teenage girls had uh, a grown ass man as a boyfriend because they were into older men and guys with nice cars. And I need a guy with a big dick. And blah, blah. like, what the fuck? Why are you talking about that at 16? Bitch, you failing math. You got a reasons coming up. You worried about fucking a 30 year old man? Where's your mother? Where's your pappy? Like, what is going on here? Like, what the fuck? Like, you, y'all were those teenage girls that R. Kelly's fucking. And now y'all want to sit here and treat this man like a demon? Go find a motherfucker that was fucking you when you were 16 and go call the cops on this dude. Keep that same energy. Because I remember when I was 16 in high school, what, 10th, 11th grade, give or take, mad girls was getting picked up by dudes with cars sitting outside. So when she came out of school, it's was like, yo, whose father is that? And then as soon as she walked over to the car, he kissed her right in the mouth. So, oh, that's her boyfriend. Wow. Now, let's not forget. Let's not forget. Remember where you came from. Okay? 
Y'all was out here fucking these grown men. Someone will be giving y'all Henny and Piff. You smoking at his crib. Oh, he has his own crib. He has a car. Yeah, the motherfucker's 30. Most 30-year-olds have their own crib and their own car. Yes. Like, I need a grown man, not a little boy. Bitch, you 16. Of course, every guy you see in your school is a little, it doesn't have that because we are little boys. What the fuck? Like, what 16-year-old has a mortgage or his own place? Unless you're like a celebrity, you don't have that shit. Like, well, what are you expecting out of me? Of course, he's better at everything than I am because he's twice my fucking age. Like, are you kidding me? You shitting me? Shit crazy out here. How did your parents not know you was getting donkey fucked in the back of a Honda Civic every day? It's crazy out here. And then a lot of these chicks had babies for these dudes and still nobody went to prison. And then y'all sitting there with your baby, watching Lifetime, talking about R. Kelly's a rapist, and your kid was birthed by one. So, hey, listen, you know what? Let me not go there because people get a little bitter. But I had to speak my piece. I had to speak my piece on that, all right? It's crazy out here. It's ridiculous. I, I'm, I'm fed up. <laughs> Talking about R. Kelly's a demon. You had a kid with a demon. No, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Y'all want to be fake mad at somebody? Go be fake mad at the Kardashian family. Because they've been capping for this kind of behavior. Like, yo, y'all want to cancel Kells, right? But y'all don't want to cancel the Kardashian show? Y'all sitting there like, what am I talking about? We gonna front like Kylie Jenner wasn't getting fucked by a grown man like three years ago when she was like 17 on national television, basically. Like, we sat there and watched a 17-year-old girl date Tiger. And we were like, ew, he's a weirdo, he's a weirdo. But no one was just like, yo, we need to take the show off the air because this motherfucker's just hanging around the house all the time talking about he's her friend and shit. Like, you know, we know Bruce is pussy because he want to be a, a, a grown woman, you know, Rob don't say nothing. Chris don't say nothing. None of her grown-ass sisters don't say anything. This motherfucker got a kid, a car, and a mortgage hanging around your teenage daughter or teenage sister fucking her, just fucking the shit out of her. And everyone knew it. And the feds didn't show up to the set like, uh, this is child pornography. <laughs> you know, like, legal age of consent in California is 18. Shorty was 17. Tiger was like his mid-20s kid and shit no one was just like yo arrest this motherfucker nobody how is that show still on the air and you know people are like oh I don't fuck with the Kardashians I don't like the Kardashians yo listen each one of those people have like a hundred million followers each so somebody fucks with them so you can't tell me you cannot tell me that you have an issue with R. Kelly fucking 17 year olds or whatever teenage they are I. But you are a-okay with, with watching a show every Sunday where a teenage girl is dating a grown fucking man. You're no different then. But that's what I mean about the irony and picking and choosing what to be mad about. Like, you can't be a teenager and fuck grown men and see a teenage girl fucking grown men and be happy about both but then get mad when R. Kelly does it. I find all the scenarios disgusting. They're all equally disgusting. But a lot of you women sit back and were doing that and sat there and watched Kylie Jenner do that. 
getting her butt done, lips on all kind of shit. Like, what the fuck? That's some weird shit. And no one stepped in and was like, yo, we got to cancel this show. You're not really mad. Y'all just want to pick on R. Kelly right now because that's a cool thing to do. I knew I knew the motherfucker Ben here when, when the guy interviewed him. It was just like, so, like, you like teenage girls? He's like, when you say teenage girl, how young are we talking? Like, a simple yes or no could have been, a fi- like, more than enough. This motherfucker said, well, how young are you talking? <laughs> like, that's a real slick answer. Like, whatever, bro. But, come on, man. Y- y- y'all can't be mad at R. Kelly and not be mad at Tiger. I mean, I remember y'all were fake mad at Tiger. But then he put out two songs this summer with one with um Offset. I forgot the other song, but that shit was playing all summer long. Do-do-do. Forgot how it goes. But that's like the basic rhythm of the song or whatever. And everybody was blasting that shit to her in every car, club, playlist. It's like, oh, we forgave the rapist. But now we fake mad at R. Kelly again. Talking about some damn surviving R. Kelly. Yo, I had a horrible joke. A horrible joke. Horrible joke. I was just like, yo, they talking about some damn Surviving R. Kelly. They need to make a show called Surviving Ariana Grande. Oh, right. They can't because no one survives around her. That was such a distasteful joke. Rest in peace to Mac Miller still, yo. But that, that was a really bad joke. <laughs> but, but I'm just saying, though, like, come on, man. It's on Lifetime. Like, that is not a reliable source. All right. Lifetime is like Wikipedia. Like it's like handing in a book report and saying your site your the site the 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 site that you use for your information was Wikipedia. That's what Lifetime is. Remember how they butchered the entire Aaliyah movie? And y'all sat there and was like, yo, Lifetime should be ashamed of themselves. Da, 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 da. But it's all good though. It's all good though, because Kells is suing everybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, listen, we saw him P twenty years ago. Y'all not even trying to come at him for that. Y'all coming at him for some new stuff. He said he's going to sue everybody. He even started a Facebook page where he's exposing everybody, talking about they falsely accusing him of things. Whatever. I hope it all plays out and works out for the best for everyone. I just spent like 20-some-odd minutes talking about a motherfucker who pees on women and eats ass. (laughs) It's hot in these streets for Kells. Only in America, man. Only in America. Speaking of America, yo, man, my man Don Tracy's out here trying to build this wall, shut down the government. It's like, yo, listen, I don't get my wall. Anybody getting their taxes? Ain't no TSA. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ain't no government benefits being dished out. Y'all ain't getting no EBT. None of that. Shit shut down. It's crazy out here. Listen, I, I understand what he's trying to do. It's, do I agree with a wall being built? No, that's a little fucking excessive. Like, what are you doing? Are we building a wall by Canada too? Like, yo, I really think like, because Trump is from New York. You know, we got mad Mexicans in New York. I think a Mexican dude back in the day fucked Don Trump's girl. And he's just been mad at them ever since. Or like a Hispanic dude. Because Trump used to play baseball back in the day. And I think like a Dominican dude must have took his spot. On the baseball team. Something happened with him and Spanish people. I don't know. Something, something It's more than just he don't want criminals here. It's something more than that. Because right, we got criminals coming from every country. But it's like specifically like Mexicans. <laughs> like 
He has like this pure-blooded hatred for Mexicans. I don't get it. Mexico's a beautiful place. Just like any other country, you got fucked up neighborhoods. As New Yorkers, we should understand that you could have a beautiful place like Dumbo or Tribeca or, you know, any other nice place like the Hamptons, you know, out in Long Island. And you could also have the Bronx. So wherever you are, there's good sides and bad sides. It's just like Mexico. When I was in Cancun, lovely place. Uh, we went through Tulum, went through Coba. We went through a couple of places. Great things happen, but, you know, as you're driving to these destinations, you might be riding through some sketchy neighborhoods. Just like to get to, you know, a really nice part of Westchester, you got to go through the Bronx. So, you know, this is what it is. Um, but nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing. I, I'm just... It's not even Mexicans. I'm just tired of mad foreigners coming here. I'm tired of people coming here, yo. <laughs> tired of motherfuckers. Stay, stay in your country, bro. We don't need nobody else. We got like 400 million people here. Enough. Like, we don't need more people here, all right? It's hard enough dealing with, like, dumb people who speak English. Now we got to deal with dumb people who don't speak English. Which I know, I'm coming off as like a, like, I'm sounding like a racist redneck. But, yo, like, I'm tired of pressing one for English, bro. Like, I shouldn't have to press one for English. <laughs> it should just be, like, mandated. Why do I have to call someone that's, like, press one for English? And then when you press one, it's some fucking foreigner with, like, the worst accent on earth. Like, you know what I mean? Like, shout out to my Indian people, but I'm, I really don't want to deal with y'all when I'm trying to fix my fucking iPhone and you're answering the phone. Hello, press number one. I don't know what you're saying, bro. I don't know what you're saying. Like, I know I sound like a redneck Republican. I ain't got no issues with nobody, but I just want people with clear English accents like me. <laughs> like, not even English accents, because that's British. Clear American accents, not Southern. I want Northeastern American accents where they speak very clearly, all right? I know that sounds racist as fuck, but tired of that shit, man. Everybody stay in your own country, yo. <laughs> like... I like I can't just go to France and just be like, yo, I'm not leaving. Like the motherfuckers gonna kick me out. Alright? Like, nah, it don't work like that here. Alright? Statue of Liberty was built mad years ago. We don't need y'all no more. Like <laughs> Let me stop a wildin'. But I know y'all feel me. Y'all y'all wanna say what I'm saying, but it's not politically correct to say these things. So I'm just, I'm gonna say it for you, okay? I'm gonna take the bullets for y'all. Alright? Might wanna hear all that shit. I feel like a fucking tourist in my own damn country. I'll be walking around New York, nobody speaks English. Like, what is going on here, yo? <laughs> Fed up. Motherfuckers gotta speak some English. The fuck, B? Press one for English. How dare you? No. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Vote a Republican in 2020, yo. Tie these niggas. <laughs> nah, I'm wildin'. I'm wildin'. I'm wildin'. Nah, but, yo, on a serious note, like, for real, though, like, we don't need no more people here. I don't care where you from. I don't care if you're from Iceland. I'm not I'm not with all that culture shit. Like, I'm, I'm about American culture, right? You know, that that's like a huge problem here. The greatest thing about America is also the worst thing about America, which is usually how things work out. Like, the greatest thing about America is, is so many different cultures, and so many different walks of life that you're exposed to many different things. It's not just one way of thinking. That's also the worst thing about America because 
it doesn't create any unification. Like if you go to France or any foreign country, say you go to Dominican Republic, you look at the flags up, it's Dominican flags. It's not all these different countries. It's like one culture. Sure, they may have like, you know, a couple of people from other countries or whatever. But the main flag you'll see is like Dominican flag. When you come here, you see every flag but the American flag. People talking crazy about the president, talking crazy, oh, fuck the flag. They want to kneel. They want to do this. They want to do that. You know, it's just like, yo, we because we come from so many different walks of life, so many different languages, so many different foods and cultures and religions that it it the more different people that we have, the more you would think that that would make us more understanding of people but realistically it creates more segregation than than ever like because these people learn to start hating these people you know it, it's just it's silly you know what i mean so yeah no we don't need no more people here yo enough <laughs> fuck all the foreigners b get rid of everybody shout out to the republicans now let me stop let me stop. But nah, but for real, like we we gotta cut this racist shit out. Like we we gotta we gotta unify under the flag and establish American culture. Alright? Fuck all this all these other cultures, B. America. Drink American beer. Smoke American weed. Weed is legal in, in most in a, not most, a lot of states. So we need to start making things more in house. I know y'all looking at me like this motherfucker saying some racist shit. Hey, man, listen, I've said it before in here, like, each state is like going to a different country, so we don't need all this other foreign influence. We got enough people, we got enough versatility, enough, enough. Two more things I want to talk about, though, like, one thing, yo, people, I don't do this, but if you're going to be in an Uber pool, be considerate of others. Like, the last time I took an Uber pool, that's when I was just like, you know what? This shit is beneath me, yo. Like, I'll kick out the extra cash just to travel by myself. If I get in a cab, right, it's to avoid all the fuckery I'm going to see on a train. Like, bums, people that talk loud. You know what I mean? I just want to sit back in a nice vehicle, ask the driver to put the temperatures to a certain degree, uh, play certain radio stations at a certain level you know what i mean kick back chill maybe take a nap on my ride home to enjoy my ride home not to be stuffed standing up on a train that's what cabs are for okay uber pool is a great idea because it's like okay you can do all that but at a cheaper rate we just got to share it with like maybe one or two other people people if you in the uber pool don't be in there farting don't be in there talking all loud on your phone and please, for God's sake, don't fucking eat in there, yo. Last time I took an Uber pool, this dude came in there talking mad loud, eating a whole tray of halal with the red and white sauce. So the whole vehicle was booming. It's like, yo, what the fuck, bro? Like, have some consideration for your fellow passengers, okay? Like, this shit is crazy. It's disrespectful. And the last thing I want to talk about, I just noticed this yesterday. I, like, I don't know why. I've never seen an upset Shake Shack employee. 
These are the jolliest motherfuckers I've ever seen. Like, I go in there yesterday, like, hey, we have a customer. Welcome. I'm just like, yo, how much are these motherfuckers getting paid to stand there and flip burgers? I never see them mad. I never see them arguing at anybody. Never seen them beefing with a customer. They're always mad, gleeful and shit. Like, I've been in a million and one stores. Dwayne Reed, them motherfuckers look miserable. CVS motherfuckers look miserable. McDonald's motherfuckers look miserable. All right, Starbucks, give or take the rush, or I don't know. Some of these motherfuckers look miserable, some look happy. Shake Shack, these motherfuckers look like the happiest slaves on the plantation. They singing songs and dancing, flipping patties. They're, yo, Shake Shack employees are up there with Chick-fil-A employees. Those two stores are like the happiest people on earth. Like, I, I don't know. If they get free food, if they get paid like $25 an hour, like, I don't know, but they just always seem jolly as fuck. Always. Always. I, I seem to get that off my chest. That shit just caught me off guard yesterday. But yeah, it was good to be back. New year, same asshole. Let me stop. No, I'm trying to change my life around. I'm going to be 31. And I can't do math because I'm old. I turned 31 on the 17th. So that's what, eight days from now? Today's the ninth. So eight days from now, I'm going to be 31 years the fuck old. Long pause. (laughs) So yeah, you know, trying to make more healthy decisions physically and mentally change my diet up i've been eating a lot of bullshit lately i've been on some lazy shit ever since i hurt my ankle back in august like i ain't been doing shit i ain't playing no sports i'm like chill i ain't trying to get chubby out here you know what i mean so trying to clean shit up you know your body doesn't yo-yo back to a small size way it used to so you know start juicing again but yeah you know um it's good to be back And I'm going to end this episode with a wonderful quote. And it goes like this. You are no better than anyone else, but also understand nobody else is better than you. Think about it. Stay black, folks. Peace.